Hey, how's it going? Welcome to KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Today I'm interviewing my dad, Sudhakar Pipavith, who's a professor of radiology at the University of Washington and an alumnus of the All India Institute of Medical Sciences. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Sai. How are you? I'm doing all right. Well, let's get this started then. How is your college experience in India different from the average American college experience? In India, one of the things that uh, India differs um, is that um, there is no undergraduate uh, program before you are allowed to enter into medical school. So you go straight from high school into medical school. So effectively, there was no uh, the so-called American college experience. Uh, medical school itself was my American college experience, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, so I guess going to the topic of college, what are your memorization tips for medical students? I know as a radiologist, you have to know lots of different terminology and diseases, so your insight would be good. So if I'm hearing it right, you're asking me, how does memory work? And uh, memory works in, by what is called facilitation of neurons, which means that if you, uh, you know, if you uh, do the same thing multiple times, your neurons get used to that pathway and then it becomes easier for it to uh, go from point A to point B. So effectively, repetition is one of the key elements of uh, memorization. Another important thing is uh, association of an event. Let's say if you need to remember an event, if it is associated with any particular emotion, uh, either a positive emotion or a negative emotion, uh, unfortunately, negative emotions tend to carry a stronger influence and print, and hence um, you tend to um, um, you know, remember things which are associated with negative events, unfortunately. But even the positive events, you know, often you do remember them really well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that would be very useful to pretty much anybody because a lot of things in society require memorization. So that's cool. Um, How did you know that you wanted to specialize in radiology? So just uh, before we go to this question, I just wanted to kind of elaborate on the previous question. It is important to understand that memory is not intelligence. Memory is an aid to intelligence. So in, we often, so we need to use memory as a tool towards our intelligence. And going back to your current question, can you repeat your question, please? How did you know that you wanted to specialize in radiology? So, you know, uh, it would be a lie to say that, you know, I knew everything about medicine and radiology uh, at the end of my high school. And uh, to tell you the truth, I didn't even know what a radiologist meant uh, at that particular time. And uh, I knew what a physician does. So I got into medical school thinking that I'm going to be a physician. And as the medical school evolved and... uh, um, as I learned more and more uh, things about medicine and here there was a fascinating field of imaging and I thought I would be uh, perfect for this particular field and the way we are associated uh, with uh, diagnosing a uh, lot of interesting and uh, difficult conditions and uh, thus helping uh, you know individuals um, get to help. Yep. And so you read CT scans of lung cancer as a radiologist, like almost every day. So what are your main tips for our audience to prevent lung cancer and other cancers in general? Because I know it's like a big topic. A lot of celebrities have died from cancer recently, Chadwick Boseman being one of them. So 
what what do you think are your tips to prevent lung so cancer? so in order to prevent uh, cancers in general there are two primary method uh, two methods one is called the primary prevention another one is called the secondary prevention and then there is tertiary prevention so by primary prevention we mean uh, reducing your probability of developing cancer say for example if there is a family history of uh, any cancer you won't be able to change that because you have already acquired uh, those genes uh, but whereas um, you can change certain things like you can reduce your odds of developing a cancer by not smoking ever so cigarette smoking is the single biggest cause uh, or tobacco is the single biggest cause of uh, cancers all over the world so if you um, you know stay away from cigarette smoking and then you are reducing the probability of uh, you developing a lung um, any form of cancer and including lung cancer substantially and then uh, the uh, then the, then this would these would be in the primary prevention this would be in the primary prevention area and there are some cancers which are kind of loosely associated with uh, drinking too much of alcohol um, so alcohol is another thing which is a modifiable risk factor and then obesity if you're healthy if you can do exercise uh, do good diet uh, that will that in itself will help you substantially uh, to change the odds of future de uh, development of any form of cancer uh, but let's say for whatever reason this did not happen and let's say you're a 60 year old and you can't change what you have done you know maybe you have smoked for 20 years already and you have quit and you can't change that now and but your risk for cancer still is present so what you can do now is you can be very um, good and be disciplined about doing what is called screening there are many lung uh, many cancers which can be screened uh, the most important ones uh, are lung cancer you can screen it by doing low dose ct of the uh, uh, chest and then uh, colon cancer which is what uh, chadwick uh, is it Chadwick Boseman? Yeah. Yeah. So he died of uh, colon cancer. So colon cancer, uh, as soon as somebody hits the age of 50, every year they should get, uh, I don't know the exact intervals, but at least initially, every year they should get um, uh, colonoscopy. So by doing colonoscopy, you will catch the cancer early, and then that will substantially help you reduce the odds of dying from a cancer because you catch it early. So this me these methods are called secondary prevention. In women who are 40 or 50 years old, we actually um, you know encourage uh, getting mammography, uh, which is which which detects breast cancers much earlier. So I mean there are some problems with screening, but overall it changes your odds. Say if you are at increased risk for developing cancer, uh, if you are in the risk group, uh, then you must uh, use these secondary prevention methods. Tertiary prevention methods are what we call the standard diagnosis. You know, you're waiting for the cancer to present with symptoms. Say, for example, somebody who has colon cancer, they're waiting. They never got the screening done, but they waited until they developed a cancer and then they have constipation or blood in the uh, stools or a person with lung cancer who's presenting with a lot of cough and blood in the uh, cough and stuff like that. So at that time, although we can detect the cancer and try to treat it, but 
it is usually very difficult to control cancer in later stages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that was some great information. Thank you for coming to this interview. And uh, for you listeners, stay tuned for more music and conversation that spans generations. Thank you.